What's up, everybody? Just want to tell you how to come support the show. Once again, rockfin.com forward slash Truezilla, patreon.com forward slash Truezilla. Come get yourself a, a Truezilla t shirt over at truezilla.org forward slash shirts. Please join the Telegram channel, telegram t.me forward slash Truezilla pod. You get like straight, uh, you know, unfiltered content right from us and join the, t- the Discord. We'll put links to the Discord in the show notes. And uh, you're the Discord love- is a nice little cozy channel. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I like it. It's pretty awesome. It's, it's pretty cozy awesome. in there. Join Dude, us. we got all kinds of fun stuff coming, you guys. We, uh, anyway, but you're great love this stuff interview. coming. Yeah, great Definitely. stuff coming. But uh, enjoy the show. Welcome to Truthzilla. I am Megan, sitting here with my good friends Scott and Ed. This week we are sitting down with Lindsay from Rogue Ways. She is a prolific author, journalist, poet, researcher, and the host of the Rogue Ways podcast. Make sure you join her at rogue.locals.com. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, thank you so much. That was a very nice introduction. Yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah, it's it's quite impressive. I mean, you just, I don't know how you have time to do anything else. Like, it's so cool. I don't either. (laughs) That's so cool. That's so cool. So um, I know that you came from an entirely different world, you know, as an educator. Can you kind of tell us, like, how you, like, okay, I have a couple questions as far as that goes. Because as we are growing and learning in the podcast world, right, and we're trying to strategize and innovate and learn different things and looking at your body of work and, like, what you have in place, it's just, like, it's very enviable. It's like, wow, that's amazing. How did you decide to take the plunge from having, you know, being, being an educator to just going rogue, basically? <laughs> um, well, I've always been a bit of a rogue warrior, and I I earned that moniker by running around the world at random times and doing random things and just doing basically whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, and never asking anyone else what they thought of it or anyone's opinion or permission to do that. So I always had that, like, flair and penchant in me. Um, but after teaching for 14 years, I, um, you know, many of those years were spent wishing that I wasn't teaching and not because I don't, I love teaching deeply. Like I really consider it like a sacred duty. And that's why I sought it out because I love the idea of, um, helping students avoid some of the indoctrination and like barbarism of our school system. Um, you know, and I love my, my, I love English and I love uh, social studies. And so I love my subjects that I teach as well. And so it was a perfect seeming job, but it really is true that even if you, you know, know that the system is evil and go in with that understanding, it still sucks your soul dry and just like beats you down over and over again. So eventually, you know, I had to listen to my, my heart and leave it because it was killing me. So that's the short version yeah (laughs) there's a there's a lot more in there but that's basically what happened totally wow i mean that takes a lot of courage like you know i know that that's one of the things that my my goal is to certainly take that plunge myself eventually you know i don't think we're at a place where we're quite ready to do it yet but i don't know i don't know was there like a like a catalyzing moment i guess that's the moment the question is like the moment what was the inspiration what yeah either the final straw was it where where you where you you, did you have like a final straw moment or was it more like an inspiration moment or maybe uh, synchronistic of all those things con- it was, yeah yeah it was all three really because yeah. i you know um I, like i said it had been wearing on me and i'd been kind of realizing and people were literally telling me like you need to probably not teach anymore and i was kind of <laughs> like screw you don't tell me what to do but in my heart i was like shoot are they right like i really it does wear me down and but I finally, you know, after years and years, see, it's funny because my whole goal was to become an alternative school educator, but everywhere I went and all the jobs I was finding were not that. And I just thought when I finally get there, I'll be really, really happy because that's where all the free spirits are and the rogue warriors, they all end up there and they want to work with those kids just like I do. Like my favorite kids are like the messed up kids, you know, and that's what I was. And so I love them. I understand that they're my people. And so I finally got to the alternative school, which a lot of teachers feel like is a punishment or is like the school you want to avoid because it's so difficult or whatever. But that was where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And so when I got there, I thought, I'm here. I've arrived. Like I finally get to have the experience teaching that I've always wanted. And it was exactly the opposite. Mm. All the teachers there <laughs> were especially uh, caught up in the system, I guess, and mm. really emotionally unwell and very mentally unwell and um and I become a target really easily in any teaching situation because I don't just go along and just do what you know you're supposed to do and follow the traditional ways and so people really hate me and they also hate me because I'm very successful despite all of that especially with the hardest students and they 
feel like I must be cheating or like just giving those students grades or just like, you know, so I just, they just don't like me. They think I make them look bad. And they also are mad that I won't just be easy and just do what I'm supposed to do. So at that school, it was like, especially heightened, which was so weird for me. I was like, you're the ones who are supposed to get it. You know, <laughs> like yeah. we're in the alternative school. We're supposed to do things alternatively and they really, uh, but it was like a sick emotional situation, like I said, and everything, it was just really bad. So that was kind of the final straw where I was like, well, this is where I thought I was gonna be finally happy. And I'm actually the least happy that I've ever been. Um, and it was also the final type of setting. Like I had taught internationally and locally, I've taught rurally and in big cities, I taught, you know, like fully native American populations. And I've taught fully like white populations that I've taught every private public everything and then I finally got to alternative like I said and it was just like the final type of school and the final setting and and the final straw and so I really realized like there is no good setting for me it's never mm. going to be something that doesn't set my soul and so I have to leave for myself but there's also mystical synchro mystical things going on that brought me you know, to really believe that it was the right thing to do to follow my heart to do that. And, you know, all, everything sort of came together to really affirm that that's what I should do. So it was um, still hard, you know, mm -hmm. you're like going to throw away your whole career and your whole life and just go off into the unknown. And it's terrifying. But like I said, I have that sort of gypsy soul anyway. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, it'll be an adventure. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So was it just jumping off the edge or did you started writing books and doing all the things you do today before, before you jumped off that edge? Yes, I definitely did all those things before and not because I ever thought that they would be a replacement sort of career sure. or bring me any money, but just because they're things that I enjoy doing. Yeah. So I just do write and I just ended up with books and, um, and other writings. And I had had a site for years that I would publish mostly things about the robocalypse and the coming AI Armageddon. Sure. And <laughs> that slowly morphed into a, you know, the site that it is now, which is rogueways.org, where it's like everything I do is all there. All the, the shows yeah. I do, I do two different shows, all the stuff I publish, articles and poetry I write and all of the art that I make and just all these things. But I'm just kind of like a constantly moving person and I create a lot and I'm inspired to do a lot of different random things. And so it's like the hub. And so all those things were already in place before sure. I left teaching, but I didn't have it like as an idea that that would be what brought me income, you yeah, know, absolutely. it just Certainly. existed. Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty awesome. So, <laughs> oh man, like, so what, uh, as far as like conspiracies go, what was that? What was that? Like, how was that? Has that always been there? Have you always kind of just had a questioning mind to it or was there a particular red pill moment for you or how did that whole thing? Yeah, start? it's always been there. There's been chunks that come in just like everybody, you know, I think even if you had like your awakening, you get like further awakenings as you go. So it's, it's not like I kind of like always knew everything, but I was very lucky that I had a father who was um, forced into Vietnam and yes. then forced to stay for a second tour, even after his first tour was done, which was illegal, but they did it anyway, because he was a really good sniper. And he was over in Cambodia where nobody was supposed to be. And so he had like too much information and he understood too clearly just how awful the system is. Yeah. And so even when I was a very young child, it was like, you don't trust the government, mm. you question everything, you think for yourself, you don't believe what your teachers tell you. And I was like trained to wow. just not trust anybody really. I mean, it's not like I was trained to not trust anybody, but you know what I mean? I was trained sure. to literally question everything. And and my mother was also very, uh, she was less sort of like sure that everything wasn't trustworthy, but she was also very much, you know, if I said like, why, 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 like kids do, yeah. she would try to answer it. And anytime she got to a place where she couldn't, she'd be like, I don't know, let's go find out. What do you think? And so I learned that I get to find out for myself and decide for myself, no matter what the topic is too. And that adults don't know everything. So like, mm. I think the combination of those two influences really made it so that I'm always have been just a really independent free thinker. Um, I remember not standing up for the flag salute in second grade. And I remember in third grade, when I came home singing a very patriotic song that I had learned in school, my father was like, what are they doing to you at these schools? And he like <laughs> called my teacher and was like, what is this song? And, wow. But it was cool. I was just remembering this the other day. I was like, that was pretty intense. Like he called my teacher to get mad at her for this song. But then I remembered <clears> that I kept singing in class anyway and especially that song 
And then I remember that they actually sat me down and said like, okay, if you want to sing this song, you can sing it. What do you want to do? And I was like, well, I can sing this song and still know that I don't like trust the government. My dad was like, all right, word. You can sing this song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, <It's> hilarious. <laughs> Which was also very freeing. So I got to learn that I can like, you know, make choices mm -hmm. independently of my parents as well. Interesting. So, it sounds yeah. like you had some pretty good parents. There you go. Yeah, but I think so. I, I kind of have this, so. <laughs> uh, this theory because I, I have, I love my parents to death, but they're, you know, they've both gotten the vaccine. They're kind of, I, I feel like my, my father's like the definition of black pilled. And, and I, I think uh, like, it's almost this age group that like saw Vietnam and stuff that, and they also saw the nine 11s and now they're seeing this false flag. Right. Like, so we're, we're in this. I feel like they've just seen too much. They're like, not like, fuck it. You can't do anything. Right. Like, like, that's kind of, I feel like where my dad's coming from. I don't think he like really buys any of this shit, but he's like, it's what you, it's what you got to do. I want to travel. Right. So, um, but I think, you know, people, if you look at like the, the demographics, a lot of people that are into the things we're into, you know, it's like, uh, you know, mid, late thirties into forties and even, you know, under low, lower fifties, I think it's like the main target demographic of people that are like actually standing up to what's going on right now, you know? And it's like, we're the ones who like, we're like, you know, 20 or so around the nine 11, you know, I think that has a big impact on like where, where we are today and like why we're, you know, <laughs> that's my theory, Yeah. you know, at least, uh. I feel like the, the the generation above me, most of them are black pilled, or or they watch CNN all day, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they were like black pilled, and then possibly also had that like snapback that happens when you realize like, oh no, it really is like total global domination they're after, and there's no escape. So I'm just gonna watch CNN all day and mm. like play it safe, you know, yeah. and like become part of the herd so that I can end up in the right FEMA camp or whatever. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, yeah. oh, like that. It's so diabolical. That was really well said it's though. True, no. <laughs> I don't even think they extrapolated out that far. I mean, who are we talking about here? Are we talking about the CNN people or the the I mean, the CNN people, that's a whole different. Thing, whole, yeah. I can't. I that's can't. just the NPCs. I just, yes, exactly. Totally, the NPCs, totally. dude. I just, yep. I just can't. I just can't. Here's a, here's something. You guys, I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Do you guys see that uh, CDC? I think it was the CDC or the WHO put out like a get your vaccine thing and it had an NPC person as the oh, person. God. Really? Oh, I was no. like, yeah. I was like, oh, they can't great. not know. Or <laughs> oh, there's someone just disgruntled enough that was like, Screw totally. these guys. Like, let's tell the people the truth. <laughs> totally. Well, for sure. Let's see. What I was going to pull up here was that you, you broke some info for us in the Union of the Unwanted chat. Like the, uh, what was that? The Johns oh, yeah. Hopkins thing? Like, like that. That was oh, huge. Yeah. You were like, let's break that on the show right here. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some a friend shared that with me in Messenger, and I was like, I have to show this to everybody. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, because there's people who don't get that this has been planned for a long yeah, sure. time, and sure. there's been like steps and steps and yeah. steps, and now we're here, and it's not an accident. Right. Not an accident. Mm -hmm. So I'll superimpose it over the video here because our screen share live stream capabilities are just not what they need to be right now. But it's from this uh, document, Johns Hopkins University. I think I believe it was 2018. Um, the article title, we'll put the PDF links in the show notes too, but it says technologies to address global catastrophic biological risks. And it literally says, quote, says self-spreading vaccines. That's the title. So we have now self-spreading vaccines, people, right? Self-spreading vaccines are genetically engineered to move through populations like communicable diseases, but rather than causing disease, they confer protection. The vision is that a small number of individuals in a target population could be vaccinated and the vaccine strain would then circulate in the population much like a pathogenic virus resulting in rapid widespread immunity. And whatever uh, else is in the vaccine else. is the key part of that, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I know you guys have probably heard a lot of people are talking about it. I did a show, I think, last week about yeah. how women are yes. all experiencing. And and I'm sure men are, too. I just think women, uh, it's more obvious. We have a cycle. We can monitor these things. Yeah. Men yeah. don't know what's happening inside their reproductive organs, necessarily. And so all these women are having, like, miscarriages and these, like, decidual casts that are coming off, which is disgusting. If you've never seen one, you should go look. It's horrible. It's like having an abortion without having been pregnant. Oh, my God. Um, or a miscarriage, I should say, missing cycles, having cycles that never end, like horrible pain, cysts. I've had so many people who have um, asked for my uh, support because I do, you know, some spiritual support and blessings and various things that I can uh, help people with. And they, a lot of people have been asking for help for ovarian cancer specifically. All of a sudden, they were wow. fine, 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 ovarian cancer, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and just all kinds of things. And so 
if this is the if this is what's transferring like that Johns Hopkins document says can be transferred then it's really clear that this is like the de depopulation stage of yeah. the agenda yeah. Yeah. um and that's terrifying to think about and but it's what a lot of us were saying don't get yeah. this you don't know what's going to happen you don't know how it's going to affect the next seven generations or 50 billion generations no. like you have no idea when you go messing with dna and um, just to be clear what you're saying though is this we're not talking about the women who actually got the vaccine we're talking right. about women who've been around women who've gotten the vaccine or men, you know, whatever. Like these are the reactions we're seeing of people like us that are exposed to people who got vaccine. And I'm sure we all know them now at this point. I mean, oh, I yeah. know people close to me in my life. Uh, my kids had to stay home from their normal routine today because someone was sick and they got the vaccine, uh, you know, four days ago. Of course, they don't put that together. But no. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Crucial point. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying. Exactly. And yeah. so it's something is transmissible. And what's weird is I haven't heard the same from the people who got it. And I remember wondering, you know, before as this was all sort of starting is like, well, they're not going to cull their obedient people. So why would they put something in this vaccine that's going to harm the people taking it? Those are their favorite slaves, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So why would they do that? But it makes sense that they might give them something that protects them and then sheds in a way that affects anyone who hasn't received it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I what, don't know. Pure conjecture, just yeah, saying. Totally. So what was that article then that we that I sent to our chat that was talking about people who were being tested? Who was that that was being tested and they showed like Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson yep, Johnson yep, all? Okay, yep, so yep. what was that? So, so I, I mean, there's that, and then I, I'd have to pull up the exact article, but I, we've actually had a listener reach out to us too who said that they had blood work done and from a doctor who's, you know, uh, an ally or something and said that they're found traces of Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson Johnson vaccine in the blood work. And then, you know, obviously oh has not had, had a vaccine. So like, you know, oh. without disclosing too much about that situation, it's just like, holy crap. Like, like this wow. is this. And then, so, you know, my follow-up question was, oh, do you have like, like, I would love to see like paperwork on that. Like, let's, let's, let's expose this dude. Let's, yeah, let's expose sure. this. You know, sure. this is, you know, I'm, 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 I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to go for it, man. Like I don't have any kids. Yeah. I'm good. You guys come after me. Come after me. I'll explode. Yeah, yeah. Right. Go after I'll, me. I'll go after, yeah. Don't go after yeah. me. Like, not these guys. You know, yeah. like, like I'll take on big pharma. I don't care, man. It's crazy. You know, I, uh, you know, my, my work particular too, like, it's just like this nonstop, just, just cascade of just vaccine propaganda, like all day long. You know, it's just insane. Um, you know, I had, oh, I work in like mental health type stuff. You know what I mean? And so it's just like, yeah. you know, all the people that are surrounded with there, there's some good folks. There's some allies that work there. That's for sure. That's good. But, good. um, but, but for, but it's just but a not very, a lot. <laughs> not a lot, not, not, not at yeah. the level I'm at. And it's very lonely and it's very, very demoralizing every day. Right. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's just like every day I have folks coming up like today and I, don't, well, I can't really get into it, but anyway, it's like, yeah, it's just, an, I mean, we all know, we all know the conver these conversations, these conversations all day long. Um, I don't know though. Okay. So here's, here's where I'm at with it. Right. So I don't know. I feel like, People are starting to wake up. I I feel yeah. like there's like this mass, like the like the con the conscious of the of the of the universe is moving in such a way that that people are awakening. Like people that I don't that I wouldn't have thought would be waking up. You know what I mean? I've got um, you know, so I I moved out to this place. It's like a kind of like a homesteady type area way out in the country, which is super nice. I love it. Super happy. There was an individual who there's like a shared living space, and they were like uh making people who walked into that shared living space wear a mask right and so it's like i'm like all right well i guess i'm way on the country we all have our little tiny homes it's it's paradise it's heaven i love it. it's right on the river in the woods you know what i mean and oh, except nice. except I, mean, I can i can handle this all right there's chickens or bunnies you know ducks the whole deal dude garden it's freaking Scott loves bunnies yeah i love bunnies you know so <laughs> there you go but it's okay it's like okay so i have to put up with a mask just to go into the kitchen i guess i can handle that you know it's just, i guess i can handle that right whatever whatever right anyway so i'm in there cooking the other night and 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 she comes out and we start talking and we're just talking and talking and uh she goes like she goes like you know i think there's something like what do you think about all this mask stuff and i was oh. like oh, oh let me tell you a little something about it. she's like i don't know about all this mask stuff what do you think about it and i'm like oh, oh boy so literally like it was like a two-hour conversation um and, and it was great dude we got into everything i got her listening to james corbett i got her doing Woo. uh last american vagabond 
I guess. Awesome. Like, so, so her head was, her, okay, she yeah, was spinning. Yep, yep. I told her the whole story about. Can't give like, her that much at once. Well, no, no, no. It was it's great. amazing that she was receptive. <laughs> yeah, we, what we are broke, the chances? We broke it down. I, I, I told her the whole story about like IBM and the Holocaust and Thomas Watson and, and <laughs> IBM and how they got their startup money for Bill Gates and how, you know, how, how, how IBM is running the program for the, the vaccine passport right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like the, laid out she the said, whole the whole thing. She said, what about masks? And you said, here's the abyss. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. That was it. Here's the abyss, and, and so bye bye. Yeah, bye bye. So anyway, from all the stories, we don't have to wear masks in the kitchen anymore. So there you go. Yay! So, that's awesome. Big awesome. for the team. Yes. Good yes. job, yes. Scott. Yes. <laughs> I so, love that story. Yeah, I'm glad that we heard it just that's now. That's a good one. So so anyway, I mean, I feel, but I feel like that's kind of where people are at. You know, anybody that's clinging on to this is is um, you know, they're still just trapped in that mainstream narrative. They're still trapped. And the MSNBC bubble, the CNN, even Fox News bubble, you know, like it's like Trump, you know, say what you will about him. You know, he's he's the biggest vaccine pusher on the face of the planet, dude. Yeah. He's all running around saying, I took the vaccine. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not playing that game, you know? Yeah. And so it's but just. But they crafted it so perfectly because yeah. they are able to say like, oh, but that's a Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Yeah. It's not mRNA, so it's safe. But yeah. like you said, when you said that person yeah. who had the all three in their blood, it makes me wonder because I've been you know, wondering, like, we don't know how many things are uh, interacting at once in order mm -hmm. to produce certain results, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. if all three of these vaccines are that type that can spread self spreading vaccines, um, then when they all interact at once, what's happening, then you can never prove that, or you, I should say, it'd be a lot harder to prove that um, than it would be to say this vaccine causes this, this vaccine causes this, yeah. look how often, here's the correlation, oh, here's the yeah. data, but how often are you gonna be able to say when these three combine, it causes this, we mm -hmm. don't know, right? Certainly. Yeah, um, definitely not, definitely so, not. So, but they, but they like did it that way so that they could have this, you know, other vaccine and this like safe route and like Trump said, and it's cute, it's safe. And I don't know, the Patriots or whatever. And it's just genius. They're they're darkly genius and it's yeah. always impressive unfortunately <laughs> just how genius they are but they're also pretty dumb i've seen that too there's a lot of evidence that they're pretty True. dumb but you know <laughs> what it is is i think you can kind of maybe see the the, the fingerprint of like like the human element of it because they always do the same thing it's always like a false flag it's always like they just run the same yeah. playbook over and over and over and over but i think right now what we're seeing is we're seeing just uh you know some advanced sort of like ai right you know so as we, we've talked about ai a little bit on this show yeah. but it's just like sure. the idea of just like you know they absolutely have the technology to uh, just aggregate every single human being's data on the face of the planet yeah. that has a phone, that has an internet connection. Like right now, our data is being and put in big soup pot, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and it's all being like, 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 and so Google, right, has the technology and the means and the computing power to like take all that information all at the same time. Like what, what people are Google searching, getting like a snapshot of like the consciousness of humanity at any given time you know, uh, in combination with people's like biometric data and then like what the weather pattern is and just everything and sculpt like just some snapshot of what the world is like, what reality is like at any given time from like a godlike perspective, right? And just basically look at the entire human species as a single organism and take all these variables and all these factors together and plot it into uh, an input and then it gives us an output. And so it can predict the future. It can predict what's coming. It, it will tell you, and it will tell you, if you want this end result, here's what you need to do. You need to have this cop shoot this person on this day, and then you need to have this thing happen on this day. And then it just, just you know, back engineers all the things that we're seeing to lead up to whatever the end result I've is. I've always said, like, that's that's how they move the goalposts. The, yeah. the goalpost has always yeah. been based on, they, they know what they can push. Yeah. They know as far as they can. And I think it goes down to, like, uh, farther, like, you know, we're in Oregon. They know yeah. they can push us this hard. Yeah. And in Texas, they can only push them this hard, right? Yeah. So, like, they know right. exactly what they can do and where the people aren't going to revolt, but they're going to, you know, they, they're we're all just being controlled, realistically. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or if they do revolt, they do it on certain days in certain places for certain reasons and hold certain signs. Yep. Like yes. it's very, and I do think it's um, unfortunate that not many people understand exactly where we're at with AI and robotics and all of this, um, <laughs> you know, 5G internet of things like the interconnection of everything. Cause I was, you know, one of the teachers I worked with before I left, actually, just like you were uh, describing Scott, that, you know, when someone asks a question, like that's when you can be like, oh, well, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Like, and yes. he happened to ask me something about AI or robots or something. So I was like, okay, well, here's all of this. Like, yeah. here's the robots called Sophia and here's like, mm -hmm. da -da -da, and here's all this stuff. And every single one of them, every single, like what we call AI, 
Every single one of them has threatened to destroy humanity, put humans in a zoo or treat them like pets. That's not an accident or a coincidence. (laughs) And like, besides that, here's the Stanford experiment where there every single human on earth has a representation in their formulas. And like you were saying, they Mm -hmm. can like track this. They can predict allegedly what you're going to do up to the like day and time Mm -hmm. of day even if you feel like you're a spontaneous random person and they're almost always right. And that's terrible. That's how much the computer, the whatever you want to call that, the AI knows us. Um, And I just think sometimes these things, like I said, are so darkly genius, Mm -hmm. you know, and so devious and so intelligently done uh, that I don't see how it couldn't be AI that's creating it all and telling them, like you said, on this day, do this. And on this day, release this keyword and repeat it this many times. And like, you know, but I also think you're right. There is always the human element and there's, I don't, so I don't want anyone to feel like it's like hopeless because um, AI is still operating within a set of parameters and we always have like spontaneity and, um, you know, just like life force, which it does not have. So I just, I don't ever get like too bogged down in that, but I do think it's a lot bigger and faster and more controlling than people really realize usually. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's, you're right. You're dead on, you know, just in like hacker terms, right. You know, not, not like I'm some big hacker, but you know, I've did my, I was a nineties kid, you know, you know, freaking whatever you call it. And, uh, but like the whole idea of it being like, um, you know, the, the biggest vulnerability in any given system is the human element of it. Right. And so, so the fact that there is still that human element gives us hope. So that's what we need to focus on. Right. And so like, like, but you know, uh, I think that there's a lot of truth to that too. Like two, the two biggest problems that we have with AI is like the containment problem. Right. And then the alignment problem. And like what you're talking about, the alignment problem is just basically, um, how can we ensure that these machines are going to have the same values and principles that humans have. Right. And then the containment goes with that. Like, how are we going to contain it? Like, how do we keep it in a box? You know, so I don't know. Never going to contain it. Yeah. Did you hear about that uh, test they did, this study where they were like pretending that they had AI that was in the box, Mm. but that, uh, you know, it was intelligent and it had guards and the guards could interact with it. And like, it was something like 97% of the time the guards would let it out. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. So, yeah, so there we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. in, uh, what's that movie? Yeah. Ex Machina? Yeah, Ex Machina? Totally, yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one, by the way. Yeah, that was a good mm-hmm. little allegory. For sure. Yep. It shows you how but- diabolical it truly all is. If we really take into that whole perspective, like you were saying, with, you know, them predicting, you know, and back engineering and all of that, because they don't back engineer where we save us. They don't back engineer (laughs) where people have water. They don't back engineer where people have community and unity and family and that they're not divided. They're doing the opposite. And so all all the time we talk about, you know, it's, it's so hard just on an individual basis, like on an interpersonal level, like with, you know, family members or lovers or friends or coworkers to really see the evil in somebody when you're just looking at them. And really see how diabolical they can be within. Things can be so very, very misleading. And it's hard because we see people as we are. And we assume that even underneath darkness, surely at the very base of who they are, we relate to them. We project that onto them, who we are within, right? And so that's the whole thing when we don't understand what's happening to us. And, we, and when people, get, that's the biggest argument that I've had is, you know, it can't possibly be that. But it can't, it takes so much cooperation. It would have to be so many dark people. It doesn't have, I mean, it's it's a couple of huge handfuls, really. It's not that many people. But if you really think about where that power lies and you think about how on an interpersonal level, people who've encountered, you know, we've all encountered wicked you know, individuals. And if you, if it's just, it's hard to wrap the brain around, but really it just speaks such volumes because all the time, you know, we talk about like Bill, you know, people like Bill Gates being such the savior and the doctor and the, oh, he's doing all the great things. And I'm like, yeah, but he's not giving clean water to Flint, Michigan, but he's not, you know, saving the children that he's vaccine injured over in other countries. He's not, you know, helping their families, not making life easier for them. He's not, you know, oh, right. (laughs) Buying it, buying it all. But um, anyways, it's just interesting to me but but that's such an interesting way to think about it when we when we when we try to understand how it can be so big and so dark i think most people listening to this can can really picture that that would be so easy and really division is hard look at how hard we fight it as humanity like it's there's such a pull against it really like we we want to be connected we want to get along we want to all be have community and that's the basis of what they've used for the corruption but anyway so no, you're exactly yeah. right. And this this psychopathic culture that we have is intentionally mm-hmm. put upon us and, yes. and cultured that way. You know, we're like led that way and indoctrinated that way. 
And we also can see that what exactly we were describing in like the microcosm of any of us, anywhere we've been, you know, if you've worked somewhere, if you're lucky, you have a really cool place that just so happens to have not had any psychopaths touch on it. But <laughs> most of us have worked in places where the, 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 the more psychopathic or narcissistic or uh, personality disorder that you are, the higher you are, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, and, true. and like, you know, and that combined with Dunning-Kruger, which um, for anyone who doesn't know, is just basically that stupid people don't know they're stupid. And so they're mm. very, very sure and confident in their stupidity. And so people look at their confidence and think, well, they must know. So I'm going to follow them. Um, and then smart people, intelligent people know that they're intelligent, but they also know that they don't know anything. Right. Actually. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. like this much of the thing, because you're yeah. smart enough to see how mm -hmm. much you don't know yet. Mm -hmm. And so you doubt yourself. And because you doubt yourself, people look at you and say, oh, well, they're full of doubt. Like they're stupid. Let's not follow them. So stupid people are perceived to be smart and smart people are perceived to be yeah. stupid. And those people both perceive themselves that way to some degree. And so that combined with this psychopathy culture is like, the this is like all we can do is like think well yeah most people are good it has to be that way right and it's just like this one person who's messed up or like well that person's really messed up but also they're in charge and they they're really confident so it must be that i might must be like misinterpreting things or just not understanding and like it can't be that this is like a societal you know ubiquitous problem yeah you know, right whatever and and like you said, we project the best intentions because that's what most of us have. Most right. of us have so, the best intentions. Right. But that small section of people, it's something like 15% perhaps, are of either narcissistic personality disorder or psychopathic mental disorders. They like rule the world and they rise yeah. to the top and they're really hard to deal with because yeah. we don't want to see that evil. We don't want to admit that there's people who are in their core incapable yeah. of compassion and love and living this life in the way that we want and they have all this power absolutely yeah you, know? you have a whole article written about that on your website like i uh that was yeah. we, we shared i shared that with these guys back after you published it and i was like blown away by that i want to encourage everybody to go what's that article called again it's conditioned here. by psychopathy yes yes and it's kind of a lot of what you were just describing you know it's powerful yes. powerful stuff so yes yes encourage everybody to go read that for sure um it at least makes you feel like, yeah. oh, that's what's going on. Okay, I get yeah. it. <laughs> like you, even though it's a dark picture of the world. Totally, and and I feel like too, like I think still, again, like I'm I'm, I'm optimistic today. I'm I'm feeling empowered today. I'm feeling you know real good about things. Maybe it's the sun. Maybe Cri cryptocurrency. Maybe crypto, cryptocurrency crypto going up. There's some crypto wins today. All right. Anyway, but like uh, at the same time, uh, a lot of this is just fueled. Like the only reason why we're here and 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 the, the agenda is still being able to be carried out to the extent that it is, is literally just because of censorship. Because of censorship sure. and all these yeah. voices who are presenting, who have the science, who have the data, who have the facts, um, are, are being just completely obliterated and, and being marginalized and kicked off whatever airways that they once had, deplatformed. Locked out of their wiki. Villani villainized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, locked out of their wiki so you can't even like, like oh, Judy Mikovits, she's a quack and a, and, a, and a criminal. You know, like all that stuff, you yeah, know, yeah, but, yeah. but without giving you a chance to, to, to explain yourself or we're back yeah. in your position. And that's literally it. And plus at the same time, not only that, but all these, it's all coming out too that all these like influencers are like being paid to like, push the vaccine narrative right and then yes. like yep. like even like jimmy Dore, you know progressive very progressive guy exposed how like the dnc was paying some of these like uh like whenever i go to like i think that brooklyn dad guy i don't know if you guys ever seen him okay so if you go to twitter and there's this guy brooklyn dad always scrolled popped up on my feed right because like twitter knows that he's saying stuff that would piss me off right so of course they're gonna push that to the <laughs> yeah, top right <laughs> and then like jimmy Dore exposed that he was like getting all this money from the dnc you know the democrats right like paying him to say push all this stuff so he's just chill so all these people that are like pushing yeah. it that are the influencers are literally just getting paid to do it you know you gotta get rid of that four billion well, dollars, so well right? plus they can't they can't am i wrong if it's not fda approved they can't uh, advertise it right they can't put it like for sale like on drug Something commercials like and so that is that their that's their ad campaign is they're using celebrities and high profile people to show how cool it is and how trendy and how safe mm. quote unquote definitely yeah. unquote and I mean that's what I think that seems like the most plausible thing because otherwise you know how it is with commercials it's every other yeah I don't know yeah, I guess really I don't have everything. TV so I guess I don't know but I mean, I mean, well, on YouTube now, there's ads all the time, and like every single one of them is like a group of nurses and parents, like yeah. stoically standing there and like wearing their mask, and they're like, "We need your help. You need oh, to get the vaccine." And I'm always like, "Fuck you!" Like, <laughs> yeah. on the TV, like, yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> same here. Same here. All the billboards. And we got billboards popping up in our town. It's just, it's, it's like, you wouldn't need this stuff. You would really wouldn't legitimately need this stuff. I mean, yeah, that's all. Just a real. A real. I mean, that's just not even real, though, because how much of the medical industry is actually pushing back on this thing? Like, mm-hmm. like tons of nurses and doctors. I mean, the, the sure. vaccination rates amongst them is pretty low yep. in a lot in a lot of parts of the country. So, yep. um, yeah, they, they really it's it's all smoke and mirrors is what they're pulling right yeah, now. Right. Exactly. And, but they did. I mean, Biden said, what was it? Four billion. I think it was that they're putting in the, the advertising campaign yeah. for this vaccine. Like yeah. they, they have to spend that money. Yeah. So obviously these influencers are getting their money right oh my god well and that's that's a thing that's really disappointing too is that i think a lot of people don't realize how fake social media is like you're describing there's all these paid shills that are literally there to say these certain things then there's also the who knows how many billions of bots that are programmed to just go comment and say these things if you i don't know if you guys have ever acted with them before but you can tell because they don't actually respond ever to what you actually said but they respond to you with these like pre-canned, just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got my vaccine and you should too, or else you're dumb or whatever. And you're like, I wasn't okay. even, what? Like that didn't make <laughs> sense. So there's all these bots, there's all these paid shills, there's this ad campaign. And even still we see there's all, I just drove by my mask, my, our mask vaccination site here yeah. in Colorado Springs where I'm at, nobody was there. Wow. And I was like, wow. I'm really excited about that. Like that's the coolest thing yeah. I've seen all day. So I think you're right, Scott, that we have like all of uh, this evidence that there's actually a lot more going well than poorly, given how hard they're working to pull this off. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I really hope, and, I, and this is just, I don't know, dude. I really, really hope. Okay, so they're doing this audit down in, in Arizona right now. Where they're counting, recounting the votes, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I would just. It would just make my day if they just overturn the election and they put. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go too. walk with my clothes Whoa. into the sea and just happily yes. free swim. Oh, that would be the most, that would be the most epic thing ever. Just, just can you imagine? Can you imagine the the? Oh, I can't even. The media has been really quiet since Biden, since happen. the will of the people was was overrun. Ever since that happened, the media has been real quiet about what's going on with politics. But guaranteed, it would turn up the volume. I, mean, I don't even know if it would be. I mean, I yeah, I. I agree, but at the same time, like, dude, it would just be like civil war at that point. It would like, be. People would lose it their yes. would be. freaking minds. Like, I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't it would know. be. You, know, you never. You never. It's not like it's just a you know different. Maybe everyone would be cool with it beast, so. because not you don't ever hear anybody who voted for Biden talking about how happy they are and like all the great things he's True. doing. Still, like, I'm still waiting. I haven't seen any social media posts at all. Like, literally not at all. So I, I, I saw some initially. Yeah. But, Did you? Um, but yeah, but I don't really pay attention. I, I, the I, disturbing ones were the people who were like, isn't it so cool that I have no idea what's going on right now? And I'm like, oh, dude, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's oh, yeah. not cool. Not cool. Oh, yeah. It's not oh, cute yeah. at all. Oh, yeah. I, like, I, it's just like we have this grandpa that's just driving the car and we just get to sleep in the backseat. <laughs> <laughs> like, that grandpa's going to rape you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Wow, all right. Yes. Yes. All right. Sorry. No, oh, it's great. awesome. That's, that's the episode title right there probably no no I'm grandpa's, gonna grandpa's gonna rape, rape you, you. <laughs> oh my God. grandpa biden that'll be that'll be the one thing that gets us pulled off youtube finally it won't oh, even yeah we're, we're close yeah. we're getting there we're, we're right. getting there are you getting strikes over there Lindsay? i am i got yeah. two of my first strikes yeah. i mean i had like copyright stuff before yeah sure 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 yeah i think it's a little different i got these two strikes that were community violations yeah. where, which are the ones you have to care yep. about and um it was two within one or two days of each other yep. so i was like oh it's coming down this week they're just Dude, gonna like same but then here. they stopped i like yeah. every single episode i've ever made you could probably find something oh, that totally. you want to strike if you really want to i don't think so but you know if they're just assholes so they do whatever they want but then it just stopped so i don't know if it was they just like are trying to like make me be different from now on or like mm. i don't know i'm not they dinged really us understand. twice in that same way yep. kind of like yep. that so yeah. I, that maybe that is part of their that's their backward that's the agenda yeah maybe to see if like yeah you'll change the content and like yeah take it easy maybe she the owner or the ceo of youtube realized that she was being nominated for a free expression award and then she (laughs) so so she she, she stopped she stopped dinging us there you go that that interview that interview her yeah yeah did you see that though well i saw that that the down votes were like forty six thousand, and the up votes were like 30 Oh. or something like that the ratio is amazing yeah. and i was like how did yeah. they not turn this off yeah yeah. how did they let us actually vote like yeah, yeah so that's one more piece of that tells you you know there's at least some people who are 
aware. Hundred percent. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I think our. I mean, I think the the hope is is I think our truther community has grown tenfold yeah. since they pulled this thing off, right? Yeah. I think there's there's no doubt we're it's we're true. exponential growth going on right now yeah. for sure. People people are waking up. Yep. It's it maybe not the the one next door that you want to, but yeah. like around the world, I mean, we're connecting with people we would have never never yeah, known before in our lives. You yeah, know? yeah, and there's yeah, we've got a really big good connected group. Yep. Have you seen a massive awakening in terms of your listeners and your, your followers? Like just, uh, just maybe, I don't know, like just the community kind of growing around you. Yeah. I mean, but I have, I have had the luck of having an amazing community that keeps growing from the start before, even before this happened. So, and so I don't know if people were already sort of starting to, and that was part of that or, and this just kind of like kickstarted it because I've definitely seen more growth since then since yeah. you know covid and yeah. this whole bullshit happened but um but yeah i don't know it's hard for me because i'm like well of course the people who are aware would find my show totally right? like yeah. but that doesn't necessarily mean they just woke up right and i'm not totally. sure so i totally. don't i don't know how to gauge it really but things like that video and the upvotes versus downvotes and things like seeing the empty vaccination site and yeah. seeing how hard they're having to work to push all of this like those all give me hope. Um, and everybody sort of says it. So I just kind of think it's probably true that there's a lot of people waking up, but I worry because then we have things like the, um, you know, the Q phenomenon, which I really, there's a lot in, in Q, just like anything effective, there's a lot of truth in it. And there was a lot of like actual nuggets where people were able to look at that and say, Whoa, yeah, this is real. Oh my God. You know? And then there's all of this like subterfuge and, and misdirection too. And that's the part that's harder for people to see, especially when it satisfies their need to believe that something good is happening and yeah, someone's mm-hmm. out there to save us and help us. And it's, we're not alone and um, things like that. They're just really good at co-opting genuine movements of every variety Absolutely. and of taking down, you know, the, the most effective, um, you know, vectors of truth and genuine movement. So the combo of that is like, always a little bit distressing for me. Um, but it is really cool too, that we have all these things like rumble and Rockfin mm-hmm. and like I, stuff I don't even know about, I'm sure and like yeah. telegram and all these things that people also are finding and creating <laughs> so that we can sidestep all of this really heavy handed censorship and oppression. And I do, I think we've seen the um, mainstream media lose, not just because Donald Trump is gone, yeah, <laughs> but absolutely. that, that helps. But even before then we saw people were just steadily leaving. They're just like realizing this is bullshit. Programming. Like yeah. I can go watch someone actually tell me the truth much more effectively on YouTube on like 700 billion different channels. So mm-hmm. I'll just go do that instead. Right. Um, and that's hopeful too, that people have leave, are leaving that sort of behind. Um, and then finally the Oscars yes. as well, yeah. like <laughs> things that. like that, like, yep. Yeah, yeah, keep dying. And I'm like, yeah, keep dying. super <laughs> encouraging those numbers. Right. Yeah. Just go ahead and keep on dying, man. Uh, so no- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, they keep pushing this bullshit agenda of theirs in everything they make. And people are just like, I don't want to watch your shit. It's shit. I want to yeah. watch actual stories. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care who's white and who's black in my story. Yes. I care right. what the story is. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> You're the racist one, not me. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Oh, boy. 100%. Um, so I did have a question. <laughs> I have a question that I had uh, coming into this is that have any of your former students like uh, come and be like, oh, wait a minute. That was my high school teacher. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yes. 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 Awesome. I've had a few of them. It's funny. They, I think they think um, that they're like catching me, you know, yeah. and that, that <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh no, they caught me. Like, which is always funny for me. They like pop in the chat, you know, and they're like, hi, Ms. Brown. And I'm like, hi, Clayton, or whatever. <laughs> like, live on air. And I think they're like, oh, I thought, because. I, my name, my real name is Lindsay Brown. Okay. My middle name is Charmin, Charmin. and I will go cool. by. So I think people think that I'm trying to hide my true identity, but I'm like, no, this is just how things transpired. I yeah. am Lindsay Brown and I don't want my students to find me on social media gotcha. while I'm teaching. Yeah. So I'm Lindsay Charmin on social media. So when I started the show, everyone knew me as Lindsay Charmin because I started the show basically on Facebook in a group, nice. you know, at a group of, of friends. And so those were my, that was my audience. And so they knew me as Lindsay Charmin. And so I didn't change my name ever because I didn't want it to be hella confusing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so everyone's like, oh, that's your real name. All my students are like, oh, Ms. Brown. And I'm like, you're not being sneaky. Like I'm not trying to hide it. So it's really cute. Um, Don't tell anyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, you got me. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's, uh, that's cool. So I how- should just let them feel like they did and just be there like, you go. oh, no. 
There you and go. They'll feel happy. <laughs> That's hilarious. So how are things out in Colorado? Is it? It's a blue state, isn't it? Would you say? I guess so. Kinda? I mean, Denver's blue yeah. for sure. Yeah. And who knows how real that is, right? Sure. Like everything else, oh, it's yeah. like, is of that course. is that bots and just perception and whatever too, or is it real? I don't know. But um, the rest of the state is definitely pretty red yeah. um, outside of like Denver and Boulder. And I've only been here a few years, so I'm okay. not like the expert, but it's just pretty obvious to me that everywhere else is like pretty normal. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, as far as those things go. And uh, so there's been, I've never worn a mask. I go to store. I've been going to stores the whole time. Okay. I, I've had stores that have told me I had to leave or, sure. you know, I've had certain things here and there, but for the most part, I'm able to find places to shop and places to get gas and places to go get coffee or do whatever I want. And so that's been really cool. I went down to New Mexico and mm. that was like mask. Hell. Yeah, I, I heard it's like, pretty bad. I heard New Mexico pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. Crazy. Um, and Arizona was okay. So like everywhere yeah. is just so different. Yeah, exactly. So you don't, different. yeah, I haven't heard much about Colorado. Like, like Oregon's just, uh, man, dude, it's, it's, it's rough. Like I guess Kate Brown, our governor, she's locking us down again on Friday. Another lockdown Why? Friday because extreme, COVID, risk. extreme risk. We're extreme, We're extreme risk, risk now. How <laughs> 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 so extreme. Well, uh, people were starting to enjoy this. We were getting an early spring yeah. here. So it had been like 80s, Aww. 70s. And we're always under gray clouds at this time of the year. So I think she was just like, I nope. see the constituents being happy. So that's not going to happen. Yep. I just think she's she's totally a wicked woman. I think, she t I think she's the true definition of yeah. a psychopath. I think yeah. she enjoys every bit of this. And some we had another guest ask us like well do you think do you think she maybe thinks that she's doing a good thing like maybe she thinks she's doing the greater good i don't think that no. for any tiny no. i think she knows exactly that this is all garbage i think that she knows what she's doing is wrong and serves no purpose other than helping her thrust forward in this wicked agenda to advance her career that's the thing i think all these yeah. politicians all they give a shit about is advancing their career yeah yep. they they i mean they probably don't even give two shits about this thing really this they're right. going to do what pushes them forward and like i i don't think they're necessarily like like fuck all you guys they're like i'm gonna do what works in my county or whatever state that's gonna help me move up mm -hmm. that's what it comes down to right and it's like this is this yeah. is yeah and this is this is the image i need to have to you know in oregon that is fucking you know blue as hell for lack of a better way of describing yeah. it like you know i mean they have us down to categories we have low moderate high and extreme risk you know based on these all these bullshit numbers yeah. that no one even really fucking knows yeah like oh no we're gonna maybe hit extreme risk next week yeah and then she'll come and make her little statement you know i mean it's just it's the world we've been living in for a, a year you know but yeah. to drive around town it would seem as if a huge amount of the eugene population at least so i can't speak to other counties but uh or you know other cities but we're we've got everyone driving around with their time stamps oh, on their yeah. windows that so, you know everyone's showing their virtue Crazy. that they've been vaccinated um and you know and that's the other thing just about her being wicked because i think she's fully aware of what she's doing she knows people are killing themselves she knows that psychological damage is being done to children she knows that you know education's falling through the floor not that it was great to begin with let's not kid ourselves but just the idea of a normal psychological development for children completely being cut off people falling back into drug drug addiction many you know drug and alcohol programs haven't been closed for a huge part of all of the lockdowns where people couldn't even get with their people couldn't even meet i mean she she knows what she's doing she knows what she's doing and so I don't know that it's it's disheartening for sure. I am ready and been looking at um, for a while. I know we all talk about it all the time, but yeah. we're ready to get out of this state. As, I mean, I think at least I'm for sure ready to go. And I was really thinking Texas, but I have a friend in Florida. Florida's looking damn Chaney, good. Our friend Chaney. Yeah. Chaney, our friend yes, Chaney. Project Cheney. So you know Chaney, we love Cheney. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. she's been talking Florida up and just telling me about her experiences and how it is by county and how the mayors deal with things. And I was saying, no, my kids aren't thriving, whatever. And she goes, we thrive here. Mm. You know, she's like, awesome. send, you know, send me pictures of sunsets and talking about just how it is like even at her work. She's, you know, everyone's, it's normal. It's like, mm. you know, to me, it sounds like, like just sanity. going, what's that? <laughs> It's like there's sanity there. Sanity, yeah. And, you know, and I've seen a lot of other, you know, people talking about just like, you know, some people like, you know, in the gyms, like they want to have a mask on. Nobody says anything. They can put them on, but you don't have to yeah. put them on. Like, mm -hmm. and that's the way it's supposed to be, right? Like if you want right. to choose to be afraid and you still feel but confident enough to leave your house th with all your fear and your mask on and go to the gym, then I guess go. But like to say, I don't know, it just, yeah, some sort of logic and who knows how long it will last, but it looked like there was some beautiful land out there and. I don't know, warm and near the ocean and it calls. It seems like 
I don't know. Humidity, alligators, yeah. and hurricanes. I just want to be clear. Right. <laughs> what was the first one? What was the humidity. first one? Oh, humidity. humidity. Okay. Sorry. If you come yeah, to, to our gym with a mask on, I'm going to give you tons of shit. Yeah, right. That's right. Sure. We okay. do. We have a great That's gym awesome. that we were able to, yeah. There's little pockets of freedom. Little pockets, little pockets of freedom here yep. in town. Yeah. 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 It's like, well, it is beautiful. Yeah. What part of freedom don't you understand? Right. Well, I saw this really cool example today of what can happen when people just decide to be sane again and <laughs> work together. Um, and it was in Vail, Arizona, I believe. And it was a um, school district where they had their fourth suicide, student <sighs> suicide. And yeah, it's really emotional even for me to just say that because I know as a teacher, just losing students um, in any way is so difficult and emotional. And it's a community wide loss, you know, like uh, the family is is obviously the the worst impacted, but the whole community is aware when a child commits suicide or dies in it some other way. And so the whole community has been suffering. This is the fourth one this year. It's obviously, you know, it is something like 400% higher overall, yeah, you know, yeah. nationwide or something. But so they finally said like, screw this, like fuck these people. They went to the school board and they were like, Hey, we're not doing this anymore. You're killing our kid. Literally you're murdering our kids yeah. with these uh, forced, you know, the talk of forced vaccinations and this mask wearing all the time. And this social isolation and all of this stuff we're not doing this anymore you're going to take away the mask mandates you're going to take away any threat of forcing man uh, mandatory vaccinations and you're going to open everything back up again school wise you know in school yeah. so the kids can just yeah. be kids they're not at risk anyway all of this yeah. yeah the whole community was there all these people were there and the school board said oh we're not going to talk to you and they closed and so the people were like all right fuck them we're electing a new school board amongst ourselves we're gonna you know do all the proper like you know they had a quorum and they like met the right numbers and they did all the procedure that you have to do they elected a new school board and then they voted and they changed it and now it's changed wow and where where board. is this at in Vail, arizona that's oh, so wow. awesome i love that okay so, yeah love that so, but so that's much. the power like any of us can do that we can go do that at city hall we can do that in our school board we can do that anywhere we want in any way we want if you just have people there's another um friend i have who lives actually in oregon and i i won't say the town name just in case i don't know um but it's a small town in oregon and they have all realized that enough of them the majority of them are not down with this and that perhaps things are actually like much worse than we think right and that perhaps someday troops perhaps from the un might yep. show yep. up yes absolutely <laughs> and so they have a plan. They have, um, they know who has, you know, which resources and which weaponry. They have perimeters. They know who's going to go where on the perimeter and they have their town protected. And I'm like, this is also, you know, it's, it's anarchy at its best yeah. where yes. you don't have rulers, but you have leaders and you have as a yes. community enough strength to do whatever you need to do for yourselves. It's best for you. Um, so I love those examples of what we can do despite it feels overwhelming you're like this federal government and this worldwide plan and this like years and thousands of years maybe even in the making oh, yeah. Yeah. and like what could i possibly do and it's like well that is what you can do is you can continuously be true to yourself and if you're true to yourself with enough people and enough of them are also able to be sane then you can pull off anything you can yeah. do anything yeah. oh yeah and that's that's kind of where i mean we've gotten involved with freedom cells mm -hmm. here you know and uh so we, we, we started our own freedom cell and, uh, you know, we meet every couple of weeks and we're, cool. you know, we're learning homesteading skills and gardening awesome. and just all kinds of stuff, you know, and just kind of building yeah. our own, building our own better. Is what gleaning. I say. gleaning. Yeah, gleaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Are you involved with freedom cells? Have you checked out freedom cells in your area at all? I think I'm technically in one, but I'm really oh, yeah. bad because of yeah. all the, as we talked about, billions yeah. of things I do yeah, all totally. the time. Totally. So, <laughs> totally. so I kind of suck, but I am good at at least knowing my neighbors and yeah. having good relationships with them and That's growing great. my own food and yes. having chickens. Yes. And I know where my water source is, even though I don't have a well myself and I know how to clean my water and I have my protection. I have my weapons and my guns. And yep. so like I have, I have made progress there but i'm still not as good as i'd like to be on the organizational front that's awesome that's awesome yeah yeah freedom cell has been a real lifesaver for us too like just we talk about all the time like just in addition to the podcast just finding our community this way like just realizing that we're not alone with it but also yeah. just like you know just locally you know and, and it's so inspiring to see people come up to their first freedom cells meeting and be in a room with people without masks for the first time and who knows how long you know it's just yeah, like it's so a really cool. awesome thing so yeah wow yeah. Yeah. So it what, does a lot to keep hope alive, you know, when you know yeah. that there's other people who are mm -hmm. maybe you don't agree on every single thing, but you're like, well, I can at least rely on you to be rational. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. 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 Yes. Discuss things and, you know, which yeah. is rare. So, that's yes, really absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Well, shoot, Lindsay. Well, what, uh, 
What conspiracy are you looking at these days? You read any books or anything grab your attention other than the big the big ones? Um, I guess I guess I'm most into the I'm always <laughs> I'm always the most into the AI and the robot yeah. robotics and robocalypse thing. That's always my like sort of bread and butter. And yeah. um, but I really uh, and I don't know if it's like a conspiracy per se specifically, but I really more and more realize that it's a, a spiritual war yes. that's going yes. on, you know, and that 100%. it's it's really happening on that level, and yes. that that's the most important level. And so. You know, going back to what we were just saying, that ability to just look out and see there's other people who are also still free, even just yes. in their mind and their heart is enough to like keep that spiritual spark alive, you know, and we really need that. I mean, this is why kids are killing themselves is because yes. deep inside they have given up hope. Yes, <laughs> there's no yes. one out here who's going to help me, you know, no one's standing up for me. Um you know, whereas if we do that, like Bale did and the, and kids see that like, oh, my God, the whole community came together to protect us. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, and that's going to ripple out in like ways we can't even measure. Right. And that mm -hmm. that's a spiritual energy that is now moving through the entire uh, world, hopefully hears of their success and, and follows suit. Um, so it's really I think it's a spiritual thing. These people who are sort of at the top and diabolically planning and plotting and pulling all this off it's a spiritual thing for them they know it you yeah. know so it's time i think that like we knew it and so that's really my uh my focus i guess is just totally. helping people reconnect to their spiritual truth and i don't care like what brand it is you mm -hmm. can like stamp it any way you want it as long as you remember that you are a soul here yes. on earth and that that's all that really matters yes. about you. And everything else is just sort of like temporary and ancillary and like not as important as that truth. And I think that's the type of thing that like, you have enough people remember that and really feel it and connect to it that like you can't then drag someone away on a train cart to the camp, you know? Yeah. Like you can't watch that happen to someone um, if you remember that you're a soul because your soul won't put up with that shit. Right. Like, yes, absolutely. Like, you do something. Like, and you're like, oh shit, okay, I have to do something. Like, right. I just watched this video and I posted it in the union of the unwanted chat. So I don't know if you guys saw it before it got pulled down, but no. if it's real, if it's real, it shows people being abducted in India and forcefully vaccinated. And that was my main response to that was aside from like, oh, how horrible would it be to be abducted and forced into a medical procedure? But my main response was, why did all those people just watch it happen? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why didn't anyone stop it? Because I would fight tooth and nail totally. even for a stranger yeah. Yeah. to Fuck not yeah. have that happen. And that, yeah. again, yeah. I think goes back to the fact that I know that I'm a soul and that you can harm my body, but I'm not going to do anything that, um, you know, harms my soul. Absolutely. And so, yeah. That's my, it's not really a conspiracy. It's just, that's no. my focus. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Wow. Great. That's great. I was just talking to a, an ally I did it earlier today, you know, someone that's on our level and like we were just talking about like, dude, what if we just like, someone just needs to like dose Bill Gates, like just put like a whole yes. vial like acid in his thing <laughs> and then he'd just like be like, what am I doing? Oh yes. my God. <laughs> or something like that, or, right? Yeah. Or like Ball would come out and be yeah. like, oh, I am all. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. That's, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it would be it's like too far gone, maybe. Too far gone, maybe. <laughs> Probably. Shoot, Lindsay. Well, shoot. Thank you so much yeah, for joining us tonight. So please, please, please tell the folks how they can find more because you have so much out there. Wow. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having yeah. me. It's really awesome to meet you guys. And okay. I'm excited for the Rogue community to meet you guys yes. too when this airs um, on Sunday. And so that's really exciting for me. And um, yeah, if people want to go to rogueways.org, then that is the place you can find the links to the show. Um, I'm on rockfin.com slash rogueways and I have my show there called Middle Path and I'm putting a lot more of rogueways on there too because of YouTube's suppression mm -hmm. and I don't yeah. want them to be able to delete my channel so I'm hiding some of my content over on rockfin and just going live on YouTube sometimes when it's like a little bit safer or I don't know I don't know I don't really want to kowtow to them and bend over but I also would like to keep that access I have to those people who are only there I think yeah, um, yeah. So anyways, rockfin.com slash rogueways is where my new show Middle Path is. And it does focus a lot more on the spiritual. Um, I try to bring it into the more practical, you know, what you can actually do to, to get deeper in touch with your soul and your emotional, you know, and mental and all of your bodies really. And because I think people get scared away from that type of stuff because of all of the like degradation of all religions and also like the new age movement, like all of it has just so much bullshit that... I think people get really turned off from even exploring any of that. So I try to just be really real and bring it down to the practical. And so it's a, it's a lot more spiritually oriented, even though all my shows 
touch on the spiritual eventually. <laughs> um, so there's that. And then I do have my books. I yes. write uh, non or nonfiction and fiction, but fiction recently, I have a series called Sign Curve of Aeons that looks at humanity's path through the dark ages and the golden ages and sort of what it is about us that keeps us cycling through those um, instead of breaking free. Uh, and it's very like esoteric, mystical, and also um, alternative history and uh, also modern day uh, AI robotic demonic darkness. So there's all kinds of stuff going on in those books. They're really fun. Okay. I sell them. And if people like fiction and they want them and don't want to support Amazon, you can buy them from my site directly. And I give you a little nice note in there too, and inscribe it and sign it for you. Um, and I sell and make uh, jewelry, which is uh, spiritually, energetically enhanced and blessed and, you know, powerful. And so I have orgone jewelry that I make, and I also have crystal and stone jewelry that I make. And finally, <laughs> I do tarot readings and I do um, spiritual support work with people. So especially if people feel like they're going through um, dark or challenging spiritual issues, then I do some work with that. And I just uh, sort of have people's back and I can do ceremonies for various purposes too so there's just a lot there so if you want to find all of it it's at rogueways.org there you go oh, wow. <laughs> Lindsay, thank you so much that's so great yes. all right guys so go check out uh rogueways.org and go support Lindsay, please so we will look forward to the next time and uh we'll definitely we uh, see where they can find us as oh, well. oh yes. yeah oh yes. yeah oh yeah oh yeah exactly. oh yeah so yes yeah. so it's going out okay so yeah so we're the truthzilla podcast we're on all the podcast platforms we're on youtube for now um but we're also on rockfin so i was gonna say Lindsay, we're gonna have to do Woo! like a like a rockfin exclusive yeah. like yeah, one of these definitely. days like a swap cast type deal. yeah yeah definitely. um right. Watch so for that. rockfin.com slash truezilla um telegram telegram uh uh the at truezilla pod we've got like just you know it's better than like all the other we're on like instagram we're on like you know we're still on Facebook, maybe. Yeah. Uh, these guys moderate. Yeah. These guys moderate the Facebook page. I'm, I quit Facebook a long time Telegram ago. Telegram is better. Yeah, yeah. Telegram. Yeah. yeah, at Truezilla Pod, uh, and then we just started a Discord. So come find us on the Discord, um, Truezilla Podcast, um, which is great. It's fun. Learn place to meet. Shitcoin. Yep. We got, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We got, we got our about crypto these, feed in oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then we got a T-shirt shop, Truezilla.org forward slash shirts. We got some uh, awesome. shirts that are very controversial, so go get yourself. Oh, you can also yeah, check yeah. out our, our little mini documentary we made. Oh yeah, uh, ten oh, stages yes. of genocide. Ten stages of genocide. Ooh. Yes, yes, yes. So that's on our video. How did platforms. I miss that? So yeah. it was from like January, I think we put it out. Yeah. Um, it's just arguing awesome. how what we're seeing is you know leading up to like we were on like stage eight out of ten. Yeah. yeah. And sure. and stage <laughs> nine is the actual genocide, and the ten <laughs> the tenth is the cover up. Yeah. And so like like seven right between like seven and eight is about where we're at. Yeah. So Ooh. arguably, I'm gonna link. I'm gonna link to that and all the things you mentioned in cool, the cool. show notes of mine, awesome. so people can Me click too. over because that sounds too. pretty crucial. Sweet. Awesome. All right, Lindsay. Well, thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you thank so you much. See ya. Thank you. Have a good night. She's so. I mean, dude. I. Some. I always say people are like on the level, dude. Like she's probably a few oh. steps further yeah. than me on the level like yeah. to be quite honest yeah, yeah. right she's been yeah. doing this longer but yeah it's just a ton of great information and just yeah i i love people that like see how spiritual the thing this mm -hmm. thing is mm -hmm. and like see the hope within that right mm -hmm. absolutely because it's it's you can get so pulled down in the darkness with this shit right like, i and do it's, sometimes it, i do too that's I think, where they want us to be that's i, th I really yeah i think it's part of what we're fighting against yeah. right like it's, we have to kind of help bring each other out of it really yep. right. like that's right. kind of what we're called to do right now absolutely so um I, it's really nice to see when when people see that and and talk about the good that's happening as well as the bullshit because mm -hmm. they're not all psychopaths out there. Right. There's just a few assholes that yep. fucking that make all this bad shit happen. Right. Or give right. us the perception yeah. that they're they're in control because totally, that's what it is. Totally. They control it's all smoke the, and mirrors. Yeah, but it's all smoke and mirrors, dude. It really is. It literally is. And so it's like if it is that whole scenario where it's like our reality is back engineered and forced and contrived. Then that literally is like it almost is like we're in a simulation. Like we really, really are in like a simulation being run yeah. by these technocratic, oligarchic, just freaking demons, dude. Like we're <laughs> in a matrix. We're in a matrix. Yeah. yeah. And but but we can we can disconnect. We can disconnect, dude. This is how I dis. This is how we disconnect. You well, know? it's like it, it really the whole spiritual warfare thing, and it comes down to the whole free will thing. It's yeah. the people who are going along, which essentially them giving up their free will. Yeah. Really, because I I can't imagine. I mean, except for people who are totally have the window closed to their souls. I cannot imagine people actually with an open mind being presented with 
all the information about everything that we all know outside of COVID, everything we know. Scott's kitchen then, for two hours. Right. Well, yeah, for sure. Oh, that's yes. for sure. Dude. And by the way, yeah. Congrats on that. Did that feel like a total victory run? Great. Oh my god. Where was her were her eyes just like saucers she, and she was just I like think, holy I think when we got when we got to the point where we connected uh I walked her all the way through the Holocaust and the IBM and all that thing and got You didn't start to, with children being satanically No, we haven't sacrificed. There yet. Okay, okay. Ready for that. <laughs> okay, okay. I ready for that yet. But anyway, we got to the point where I said and then it was John Oppel who was Thomas Watson the you know the guy who received the medal of honor from Adolf Hitler. John Oppel the protege is the one that gave Mary Gates the startup money for her son Bill Gates to start Microsoft. She's like, "Oh my god, I just got chilled." I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> victory!" That's so Shut awesome, down. dude. John Oppel, Mary Gates—they were banging. They were banging. Oh, for sure. for sure. They were for, for, for sure. sure. Look at that William Gates Senior. He looks like a freaking—he's like a freaking ogre, dude. He was just after his money, but she was—she uh, was going after that IBM fucking IBM dick, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> that's that's Mary Gates for you. She's a fucking saucy little hoe, dude. Fucking, you're not yeah. wrong honestly yeah. i don't give a shit because she's she's a, she's a little baby murderer she's yeah. a little happy yeah. little like yeah. they she's she you, they're eugenicists i yeah. how can you feel yeah. sorry no 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 you're like i fucking don't that's why i said I she was a little <laughs> dirty ibm hoe we're talking about hope and spirituality scott remember Oh yeah, we really spiraled down. <laughs> we really took a left turn. Yeah, what the hell? All right, back we go. Oh. Everybody, thank you so much for sitting in with us. That was an amazing talk with Lindsay. Please go and find her, support her. Thank you for sitting in with us. Thank you for all of your love and support. We love all of you. And until next time, we wish all of you intellectual prosperity. Good night. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing, but I was laughing.